0: This is Sports Best, presented by Reposted on the Believe Podcast Network, where we believe in the best of sports. That's why each and every week we cut out the worst and only bring you the best. You can check us out at repostedpodcast.com. Today we're joined by the principal engineer, Structural Integrity at the Spaceship Company, and he's going to talk to us about the hardest hit baseball in the 150 years of professional baseball. Ryan Keller, thanks for joining us, Ryan. Hey guys, longtime fan of the show. Thanks for having me <laughs> And social media director, Larry,
1: how are you? Yes, uh, you should get our new WhatsApp thing, yeah. Bigger Bobber, so that okay. you can follow that, us on the WhatsApp. Now that we have
0: TikTok, you want to promote a WhatsApp? Yeah,
1: WhatsApp. Okay. Very exciting. Thank you, Big Brother, for coming on the show today. We are honored for your presence. When, are we going to get the uh, history of the hardest-thrown fastball ever earlier or later in the show?
0: That's going to be towards the end of the show. He's going to okay. tell a captivating story about the
1: hardest-hit ball Is this going to be in your favorite segment, if we have time? I don't know if we have time to get to it, but uh, we'll see. (laughs) Okay, let's start with the show. Once again, I need to preface this by saying, I don't think we should be doing this, but for some reason you keep doing this. Ryan, you see, we started when there was no sports going on, and the only thing was the Korean baseball organization, baseball in Korea. And so we made man rub alert here. We made a man bet who would finish higher in the Korean baseball organization. It seems stupid to be talking about Korean baseball teams. We have actual baseball going on, but Andrew keeps making me do it. Well, I think we keep going
0: because my team keeps winning.
1: <laughs> well, I, okay. Here we go. Sitting atop the Korean Baseball League standings is the NC Dinos. They now have a six-game lead. They're 44-22, and 22, a six-game lead on the Doosan Tigers. The Doosan Tigers. By the way, Ryan, what's your favorite Korean baseball team?
2: That's a tough one. Uh...
0: <laughs> M- maybe... Uh... Wait, the Deuce and Tigers, and I'm looking right now, and they're in second place. The NC Dinos are potentially at, at the top. Wait, we That's used to have
2: I a Kia said. minivan, so I'm going to go with the, the, Kia the Kia Tigers.
1: Hey, I know that team. Thank you for asking, <laughs> Ryan. So the man bet is between Keller's LG Twins, who hit at 39 to 31, and my Kia Tigers, the New York Yankees of the KBO, at 37 to 30. So you are a game better than me right now, and currently if the season stopped, you would get the man rub man. Right. And I'm excited thing- to
0: live stream that on our TikTok account.
1: <laughs> the only thing you really need to know about the KBO right now, there's just a little bit of news, is that they've decided to hold voting for the All Star game, except that they're not going to play the All Star game. So you could vote for the All Stars, they're just not going to have an All Star game.
0: Okay, that's uh, that seems reasonable. It does. I, yeah. Okay. I think, I, may, can we write in votes? Can we write <laughs> in
2: uh,
0: Larry Roberts?
1: You know what? Um, I get. Uh, In trouble when I start pronouncing Korean baseball um, actual players. So I will not be pronouncing any names. Okay.
0: Well, that's fine.
1: Here's the deal, Andrew. We now have hockey underway, baseball underway, and starting on Thursday, the NBA is restarting the season. Let's hear it. NBA restart. Here's what you need to know basketball is rolling along, worldwide pandemic comes, four month pause on the NBA season. They've decided to play the whole season in the youth courts at Walt Disney World in Orlando. They're literally designed for little kids. They've expanded it out, pimped it out, if you will. They will be performing 22 teams, 16 of which will get into the playoffs. They're going to be quarantined in Orlando for like the next two months. 344 NBA basketball players have been tested since July 20th. You know how many of them have the coronavirus, you two? Eight. Eight's a good guess. Ryan?
2: Twelve.
1: The actual number is zero. Not yes. one NBA player has tested positive for the coronavirus. That's why they're in the bubble. Are you telling me the bubble works? I'm just saying maybe you're getting on a plane going from like Miami to Philadelphia and half your team catches the coronavirus. Maybe that's the case. But if you're in the bubble, no coronavirus.
0: Does that same principle work when you broadcast from a closet? Are you insulated from coronavirus
1: well i'm not gonna lie to you my one son did catch some coronavirus put it in a brown paper bag then slid that bag under the closet door and then pushed it into the studio so i could be infected
0: one of the things i saw about the restart of the nba is i know that lebron generally powers down his social media when he's doing this is he going to do that now oh i I love that question LeBron?
1: lebron as you know i feel like he's been to the nba finals for like 500 years straight typically turns off the phone. It does not do any social media for his run to an NBA title this year because he's in the quarantine, he's got to stay in touch with the fans. So he's got to keep the WhatsApp going so he could do the, do the phone. (laughs) Do you know how WhatsApp works, Larry? (laughs) It's I'm, it's like on a device. And then you do this thing where you do the thing.
0: I think you go online, you read things and you say, I've seen that word a few times. I'm going to try it
1: out and see if it works.
0: Hey man, that works there.
1: I know all about the TikToks and the WhatsApps and the, and the Huawei phones. I know it all.
0: So I think he was saying that he normally goes, he shuts down his social media to help focus because he gets to see his kids. Both you and Ryan have kids. And I'm wondering if you were quarantined for three months, would you main I don't know what social media is going
1: to help him stay connected. Like you could just FaceTime with your kids. Ryan's a big-time engineer. I'm going to let him go first. Would you um, TikTok with the kids while you're quarantined? Well, I don't think
2: that's the social media that he's worried about. It's mainly um, sending stuff out to the broad public. Obviously, you're always going to call your kids and stuff, but he's probably had enough time at home with the kids and and looking to get out and playing some ball.
1: I like that answer. And me and the wife have a very hard and fast no communication rule. Like, for instance, maybe we go to Reno for the first week of the March Madness. You know, for like three days no talking no i put i listen up I, I might have a couple i might imbibe a little bit only bad things can happen if my phone is turned on so i say turn it off when you leave the family
0: i can attest to that this is deviating a little bit from the lineup but <laughs> i remember one time we were on a weekend retreat with a bunch of guys and uh, someone had a medical emergency no. and you oh. fixed your wife
1: fuego's dead and you did not follow up <laughs> he did not die I believe you just violated some HIPAA laws by revealing his name. I yeah. don't want to get so too... He got checked
0: into the hospital. <laughs> his BP was uh, 78. <laughs> so with all this stuff going on with the NBA restart, the logistics of having all those 22 teams down there is crazy to me. Like, something you might to think about ahead of time is, like, if you're going to be quarantined for three months, like, you're not necessarily going to remember every single thing you need to bring. And apparently all these NBA players have been hitting up Amazon real hard and just buying, like, coffee makers and their leg com- compression sleeves and they got this team down there and uh they were prepared for it they're just running around like maniacs
1: so imagine you're like a really rich young guy and you're stuck in a hotel room all day long i would assume the first thing you do probably do a lot of gaming right you know but yeah. like you said like you probably forget everything you just start going to amazon and being like you know what i need that five thousand dollar cappuccino maker i need that i don't the new i don't wallet what are they, what are they gonna do about tattoos Ooh, you know that's a great. Qu- they got to bring someone to the bubble. They should
0: bring Mr. Cartoon in. L.A. native, Mr. Cartoon. Look on your face makes me think you don't know who Mr. Cartoon is, but he's a famous I, tattoo artist.
1: Wow, you are you you know what the kids are talking about. You have your pulse on the streets, Andrew.
0: Yeah, uh, but this article was saying this uh, Messer and Peterson is this dynam- dynamic duo of two people. This guy in his fifties, and I think this girl's thirty six, and the two of them planned ahead, and they ordered eighty eight flat bed truck carts and they're just rolling around these amazon orders and you you have generally pretty busy days like what's a successful day for you what's a marker for a great day that, like no you mean stu-
1: stuff that i can't stuff that i get
0: done or like these two are saying these a lot of times the packages are marked nba and that's it and so they have to do detective work and when they figure out who the package is
1: for they're like yes it's a great day so you're essentially saying, I don't know how many pounds of stuff they get every day delivered to the bubble, but do they have to like clean all this stuff? Like, or is it already come clean? Coronavirus clean. I think it comes clean, Larry. Really? I don't know.
0: I think there's, you just got to go with it. Or maybe it quarantines for a couple of days before. Well, I bet you they disinfect it.
1: I, i'm a i'm just a tiny tiny person but i used to work at a i used to be somebody i used to work at a radio station that used to be things yeah and like those guys even like this t- like a radio station in, whatever gets mail sent to them all the time and like right. nobody wants to open that up because there could be you know a pile of poop in it or whatever so i'm sure they got some protocol to go through the mail i mean back in the, the end of
0: june as you know the mailing address for the sports best podcast is my house i got a tray of brownies delivered to me they were delicious so just, i'm not worried about it i'm gonna eat anything that gets sent to us
1: but... <laughs> i hope someone said something to our p.o box yeah <laughs> all right andrew shifting gears a little bit uh the nba is gonna start the NFL will start in theory. In theory, they've um, undergone training camps. So NFL training camps are underway for all 32 NFL teams. And there's something that I never really paid attention to, but it's out now. It's the top 100 players of 2020. They call it the top NFL top 100, and it's yep. voted on by the players. And they l- release a list of the top 100 players in the NFL. Do we care about this at all?
0: I don't really care about it. Have you ever heard of the Madden 99
1: Club? I've heard of the Madden but not the 99 club
0: so I heard about the 99 club more recently and so basically on Madden each player gets a skill level and one to 99 and so 99 is the best and so like Cam Newton or someone was like a 99 when he was on the cover and so I think the Madden ranking I think is more interesting than whenever the NFL is putting out
1: I, I recently th- heard that um, Cam Newton became a vegan I, I heard that somewhere. yeah he's built like a vegan <laughs> built like a vegan <laughs> All right, so do we? So who's in, who's on the list? Lamar Jackson is the top ranked player you in all of that? the NFL. Well, he was the MVP last year, so I suppose that that's that's about right. But once again, this is voted on by the players. This isn't the media. This, the players actually poll themselves and they vote on this.
0: Ryan, who do you think is the best player in the NFL?
1: I think it's Pat
2: Mahomes. And I look at the list, and it, it looks like somebody just overthinking it. And let's make a list that we don't put Pat Mahomes at the top of. Um, anyone who watched the NFL playoffs has got to put him at the top.
1: I was thinking the same thing. How could Patrick Mahomes not be? He's actually number four on the list. Maybe the
2: players are jealous at the uh, contract he just landed. I think that could be part of it. <laughs> I, Looking uh, back on past years, though, 2018,
0: 17. 2011, we're all Tom Brady. You got Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, Peyton Manning, Cam Newton in the mix. I mean, all these guys are one snap away from not even being able to play. So,
1: the the it's kind of arbitrary, but it's fun. I like making lists. Okay, here's the deal. I feel like this probably is for you, Ryan. Uh, this list probably appropriate for fantasy football players. Like, you probably want this list handy when you're doing your draft. Yeah, it'd be good to uh,
2: have, the, have the rankings, but I don't know how, how deep they get into the stats on these votes, or if they're just like, who's the hardest guy to tackle?
1: Well, listen, it's interesting. There was a little bit of history on this list. George Kittle, tight end for your San Francisco 49ers, comes on the list at number seven. He is the highest ranked tight end ever on the list at number seven. What do you do when you're drafting? Do you, do you take all long shots? You know, thank you for asking that question I was hoping you would ask. I actually, I know this sounds a little weird. I use a Ouija board when I'm doing my fantasy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, Just let it go where it goes. That makes sense.
1: Well, these quarterbacks
0: are generally getting to the top of the list, but something that some people notice, some people don't, people are talking about how quarterbacks are gross. What? Yeah. Before they throw the ball, they lick their fingers a lot. What? And with this new COVID stuff going on, there's a lot more attention to how gross that is. A lot of focus on it's being gross, you're, you're exchanging fluids, and they oh. want to curtail that. Having played football, I can imagine very specifically, you hit someone with your face mask and the sweat from their body goes directly onto your face. So I think it's good that they're taking precautions, but they're all going to be exchanging fluids the entire time, like that time that you and I made out.
1: <laughs> I love when you harken back to the gold old days of you playing on the gridiron, talking about exchanging bodily fluids. Thank you for bringing that up. It always brings a smile on my face when you go back to the glory days, Andrew.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that.
1: No, um, when you're saying this, you bring to mind that whenever you see Drew Brees play quarterback for the New Orleans Saints, he's always kind of licking his fingers before he takes the snap. Yeah. He wants to get that extra tackiness. Is that what he
0: calls it? Yeah. Tackiness is help the release. We're just, we're speculating on what's going to happen. I generally turn to you, Larry, for my health, related needs. And so I consider you the expert on this show. Well, I will
1: say this. I happen to be watching the uh the Giants game this week. And someone hit a walk-off home run, first walk-off home run of the baseball season. If you saw this, it was uh Mikey Strzemsky. Mm-hmm. And typically speaking, when a baseball player hits a walk-off home run, he gets to home plate and then they mob him, they touch him, da da yeah. he got to home plate and they did a very socially distant like Celebration! and nobody touched each other. They did like fake high fives. Yeah. So we I live in someone, a-
0: the way they 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 hug now is you put your hand over your chest and you kind of like bow your head. That's a thing. Yeah. I bet they don't
2: do that in Tehachapi. Oh yeah, Tehachapi. Uh, we're we're out on the edge <laughs> of society, and you're kind of sometimes a little bit shamed if you wear a face mask into the store. <laughs> so two different worlds, Larry. Two different worlds. Wait a minute, but that's in California. I thought all you Californians were crazy. We, we did invent a new way to cheer after Little League games. Instead of everyone putting their hand in the center and counting to four and then, you know, go Padres, we, we hold our hand in the air and get a little, whoa, Padres, you know, like necessity is the mother of invention. Hold on. You count to four? You don't count to three? Sometimes we say four on three. Ready? I... One, two, three, four.
1: <laughs> four on three? <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, good thing he wasn't my coach. I wouldn't have gotten that ever. Um, we spoke about the top 100 least Patrick Mahomes, number four. So what would you do, big brother, if you signed a $500 million contract with your football team? What's the first thing you would buy? Might have to buy part of the stadium. Part of a stadium's good.
0: Andrew? I feel like Ryan would invest in some high-yielding bonds. Ooh, that's it.
1: <laughs> yeah. it's not very sexy, but you know what? I suppose if you have $500 million, why do you need high-yield bonds? But go what on, do, Andrew. What would you do, Cousin Larry? Well – as I've often said, I would simply come out of the closet. I think that's yeah. the number one thing I would do. I would simply come out of the closet. So what, what did Patrick Mahomes do? What did he do? He bought a baseball team. That's right. He bought in to the Kansas City Royals. He took his $500 million, cashed in, and got himself a piece of the Kansas City Royals. Now, that's kind of cool. You know, first big purchase, you buy a baseball team. That That is cool.
0: It made me wonder, like, what – because famously back in the day, guys would like work at dealerships in the offseason. I looked it up back in 1970, the average NFL player made $23,000 a year, which translates to about $115,000. So, Patrick Mahomes is in a different class of his own, buying teams, being savvy, diversifying, if you will.
1: I feel like it, I could be wrong, maybe I'll go to Wikipedia later. I, Patrick Mahomes' dad was a um professional baseball player. He might've even played for the Kansas city Royals, Played it for somebody. So he's got a little baseball in his blood. I
0: wonder if he bought that with uh, futures. I don't, I don't know what to call it. Like he doesn't have the money yet. Right. So he's getting 473 guaranteed. There's like, Hey, I got this contract. Uh, I'm going to put it up in good faith to buy a chunk of your team.
1: That's honestly, I've had the same thought and it's like the ultimate rally killer. Should we be celebrating it about a baseball team? But we go slid literal. Like where is he actually getting the cash that he doesn't have yet? Yeah, he's going to have to be
0: careful, though, because with this new acquisition of a baseball team, I don't know if you heard the MLB has hired outside security firms to monitor their clubhouses. They're cracking down on cheating. What? Cheating is part of baseball, Larry. I think you might have a different view of that because you're a Dodgers fan and you guys got cheated on. What do you think? Do you think they should crack down? I think it's part of the sport.
1: If you're not cheating, you're you're not trying. Well, I know that the Keller brothers are from the great state of Texas, where they do lots of cheating. So you guys probably have a different take on this. Not from Houston. Cut it out. But it it is still the state of Texas. You know, I do believe there's no crying at baseball. Mm -hmm. And I also do do believe you should not um, video surveillance to get people's signs, Andrew.
0: Yeah. Well, I was reading about what they're doing, and it's like no video recording, and they're going to, by August 1st, clubhouse game feeds must only show an angle of the field that doesn't reveal signs that made me think of i think last week we were talking about fox sports has a new app that shows you directly in the dugout so just get on your phone and you can uh, watch the fox sports app to cheat that's a great idea maybe you should call someone in the astros maybe they don't know that yet andrew well i'm looking at the clock right now and we're coming to Ah! if Ah! we have time So today, in our special segment, we're going to have Ryan tell us about the hardest-hit baseball yes! history of the major leagues. Ryan, take it away.
2: And I'm glad we have time for this story. It's a, a <laughs> fascinating. As a lifelong Rangers fan, you know, I've I've outlived the stadium, and so I feel old these days. I have outlived
0: two stadiums.
2: <laughs> the ballpark at Arlington was open in 1994 and retired last year, and they had the new stadium going. So this was... I believe the first year in the ballpark, uh, my buddy's dad had season tickets eight rows back. You're looking from eight rows back from home plate. You're looking right down the third baseline and playing the Indians, and Albert Bell comes up and just laces a ball, hits it as hard as you can on a frozen rope, straight into the outfield. The shortstop jumps and has a play on it and almost catches it. The ball keeps sailing up, it's on its way up, and there's a concrete wall above the left field fence, uh, behind some of the uh, stands it bounces off the concrete wall and just comes back on the field and he trots around like it was nothing that I mean that ball still wouldn't have landed it was going into orbit so that's the hardest hit ball I've ever seen
1: wait a minute I feel like you're an engineer shouldn't we get some statistics shouldn't you know some numbers or something on this back then they weren't they weren't projecting like now you get a hard hit ball
2: in the outfield and they say well that would have gone 562 feet had it not hit the stands this one back then they weren't tracking that yeah if we had the the velocity and the trajectory we could we could calculate how far that would have gone is it
0: possible is it possible as a structural integrity (laughs) principal engineer of structural integrity is it possible that that baseball exceeded terminal velocity (laughs) is that possible is that what you're saying i'm I'm, I'm saying
2: it it absolutely did exceed terminal because terminal velocity as you as y'all know is as fast as you can fall you know just due to gravity and the the friction the the drag that's going to build up on them so if you just drop the baseball from the highest point at some point it's going to hit a maximum speed and, it and won't what angle would it have needed
1: to go to leap the earth's orbit 90 degrees straight up yeah <laughs> 40, 45 <laughs> degrees is your best 45 degrees okay
2: your best uh, ballistic route
1: there larry i didn't think <laughs> i bet you didn't think you were going to learn something today I knew because Big Brother was coming on the show that I was going to. I knew it. And my heart knew it. Yes. Wait, when's your, right. where's your when's your mom coming on the show? She's going to be on on September 18th. Yes. Yes.
0: This has been Sports Best presented by Reposted on the Believe Podcast Network. Thank you again, Ryan. Principal engineer, structural integrity at the Spaceship Company. I'm Andrew Keller from Larry Olsen saying thanks for stopping by.